songs and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Somewhat Happy Hour. Today, I begin a new series on the podcast. It's Teacher Appreciation Month, and today I have a teacher we should all appreciate, someone who has inspired hundreds of children, young adults, and just general people. Uh, I have uh, George Mason University Professor of Theater, Mary Lecter, who also owns Acting for Young People. Welcome, Mary. Thank you, Josh, and I am more than somewhat happy to be here. See what I did there? <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. That's uh, that's actually you're the first person that's had my uh, the title of the show in there, um, welcoming. <laughs> so I appreciate that, um, and it's it's so good to see you. I think this is the first time I've seen you since I don't know the last time I got to see you. I uh, want to say it was right before spring break, twenty twenty. I think so. I think so. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so it's been it's been a quite uh, it's been a little bit since we've uh, gotten to see each other. Yeah. Um, I was at Mason the other day. I saw Runaways, yes. uh, which was phenomenal. Um, it, it was, you know, it was a really unique experience. You know, sitting outside watching that, but also to be back uh, the first show as an alumni, seeing it, it was just you know very special. And uh, but also uh, seeing live theater again for the first time and. I don't remember the last time I saw a show, um, so it was incredibly special, uh, and and I loved every minute of it. And it was just it was so nice to see people from a you know socially distanced uh, platform, uh, <laughs> but but it was great. It was a really wonderful production, um, and just so special to have you know live theater back uh, back at it. Yeah, I, it has to be one of the first things or at least one of the first things that I know that I've been to or had access to. Sure. And I was just really impressed with how um, CFA put the whole thing together logistically. And then, um, you know, of course the students work, it was just, um, it's always amazing to see the students on stage. But then um, there were some students that I've only ever met online or haven't even met yet. And, um, and they were up there shining. And I thought that um, the directors did a beautiful job and, it was great to see. It was a hard play. It was a tough, tough subject matter. Oh, absolutely. But really cool music and really well done. So, Yeah. Um, for my listeners and for you, I apologize. My dogs are down here just <laughs> walking around. So their little bells are making quite a lot of noise. So hopefully they relax. Um, but who knows? Uh, if not, that's just some uh, special uh, background noise for you. Um, I will start barking, so it, it's it's a match. That, yeah, you know, it, it happens. Um, and that's something, you know, I've gotten used to when I've been working on voiceover projects or, or anything. It's just, oh, I need to think about, is my dog going to bark is some, or is some random noise going to happen that usually doesn't happen when I have something to do? Uh, <laughs> but it just half decides this is, you know, this is when the UPS people are going to come to the to the house or something, you know, at the most inconvenient time. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Um, it looks like they've chosen this time. They've been sleeping all day, but now they've decided, oh, he's up, you know, talking to someone again. So let's, let's get at it. They want the somewhat yappy out. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Look at you. That's two for two. I love Thank it. I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Here um, <laughs> so, uh, this is a somewhat happy hour. I don't off, I don't always have a, a drink with me, but mm -hmm. since uh, today's a very special occasion, uh, uh, I, I am drinking a, a, a nice little margarita. Um, I know tomorrow's Cinco de Mayo, and um, 
I had a taco for dinner. So I thought, you know, that's a good pairing. So, you know, living it up a little bit here at, uh, in Warrington, Virginia. Um, but, uh, and, and so this is your very first podcast. It is. It is. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. So are, do you listen to podcasts? I do not as often as I'd like and not to as many as I'd like. I have a list running um, and I have a bunch of recommendations, but uh, it's, it's on my, it's on my mini bucket list. I love it. Uh, I didn't start listening until when we started the pandemic. I was driving and just got tired of hearing the same songs. And I thought, well, let's just give this a shot. And I listened. It's just a lot of random podcasts about random topics, uh, you know, stuff that will make me happy and not anything that's going to be, I don't want to hear about this. It's too depressing and too real. Um, So that's, you know, that a lot of teacher podcasts, teachers just talking about the craziness of, what it's like teaching in today's world of uh, hybrid and completely online learning and how it's changed so much. Uh, There's something about this time that's making me want to learn more. I I keep finding myself, you know, making um, a list of documentaries I want to see, you know, almost more than so I I think it kind of is all in line, you know, with, with um, nonfiction, I suppose, even though fiction is a bit of a relief these days, but. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, it's it's such this time that we're going through and hopefully we're starting, uh, you know, a new leaf now mm-hmm. with everything and uh, vaccinations and, mm-hmm. you know, just life can start to go back to normal, not completely. And right. I know life will change forever. Um, we will never go back to what it once was. And that's including, you know, our, the work in the theater and in the classroom. Um I think it's going to be a real challenge on both ends, um, but I'm excited for it. You know, I, that's what I, how I look at it. I'm excited to see what challenges come about the next few years. I agree. And I also think it'll be an interesting thing for us to observe in ourselves and in our students to see, you know, Absolutely. what is it like to be back in 360 degree life um, yeah. in the classroom and, and how have we changed and how can we adapt again? So it, I'm, I'm also really excited and curious to see how it's going to go. Yeah. I know it'll take a few more years, which is sad, but that's just how it's going to go. And that's okay. I'd rather it take uh, you know longer than just deciding to throw us all in at one time and just yeah. cross our fingers, hope for the best. Don't want that. Um, but uh, it, it'll be really unique to see how everyone's going to readapt after adapting to this lifestyle of teaching everything online. Um, And so before we go deep into the online teaching world, uh, can you uh, tell me a bit about, uh, um, well, first, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Uh, Where you're from? Where'd you go to school? Just a few little things. Sure. Um, My name is Mary Lecter, um, and I am actually from Wheaton, Maryland. I grew up, I'm born and bred in the DMV. Um, I went to uh, Bushy Drive Elementary School, which, fun fact, became the first roundhouse because it was a round school and uh, it was kind of a hippie school. So there were like blended classes and things and blended grades. And then it got bought up by what was then street 70, which became roundhouse. Wow. So, yeah. Um, and so from there, from that illustrious beginning, I, um, <laughs> you know, to uh, high school in, in Maryland. And then I went to university of Maryland, majored in um, communications and theater. And then from there I moved to DC and just started, um, freelancing and acting and living the life. And then I actually kind of fell into teaching. So that's my story. Right. 
I love that. Um, now, oh, that's really uh, amazing. That's how Roundhouse started. That's I, I didn't I, I didn't know what their background was, but that is an incredible, uh, you know, work. Have you ever done anything with uh, Roundhouse? I understudied a show there. I auditioned mm-hmm. a ton. I understudied a really cool show there, and um, it it was called One Shoe Off. It was a um, a Tina Howe play. And it was a really, really wild play. It's a great script. I highly recommend it. And um, I was covering because one of the, the um, company members was um, having an iffy time around opening. And it was a great experience, even though I actually didn't get to go on. Um, those, some wow. of those understudy rehearsals were like the best experiences. So um, <laughs> and I, I have to say, um, I now live in Fairfax, Virginia. Um, with my amazing husband, uh, professor and actor Kevin Murray, and our two dachshunds that you might hear, and um, and our daughter Lara, and who's going to get married this month, and um, exciting, exciting, amazing, amazing friends and fam. So I love that, uh, and that's just you know, and you're in Fairfax, which is so close to DC. Mm-hmm. It's nice living in the. I, I don't even consider Fairfax a suburb, even mm-hmm. though it is a suburb uh, to DC. It's just what. 40 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, just down the road. Um, but it's a nice little area to, to live in. It's, you know, there's a lot to do in Fairfax, uh, you know, right, right in the heart of Fairfax and the university is right in the middle. Yep. So that's, that is nice. Um, I lived right uh, about like two miles from there. I had my, my family grew up, my mother grew up uh, around there. So living that close to Fairfax and being so close to the university and just everything was, uh, I, uh, such a unique thing for me. It was um, different. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, kind of, so it's very quiet, um, and so it was a little different. But uh, I, I loved Fairfax, loved my time at George Mason, and uh, and that's that's something I want to talk about here in a little bit. Okay. Um, so I want to go back. So you first, I just can't get over the Roundhouse story. That's really amazing. <laughs> Isn't um, funny? It's so funny that that's you ended up going into the world of theater. You know all that. Um, can you tell me uh, what inspired you to go into theater? Sure. Um, I I think I started out as a, a dramatic kid. Um, I I think I might have thought I was living in an MGM movie. Uh, <laughs> I wish I were kidding. Um, <laughs> there would be a label on that these days, but at that time it was I was just very imaginative and creative. Um, and I I was kind of a born director and producer. Um, I I I also played school. Incidentally, so I would act like a teacher, um, and I was so I would take ballet, and I would come home and try to teach the neighborhood kids ballet. Um, <laughs> I'm sure, I could teach foreign languages, which I could not. Um, it was just one of those things where I, um, it just was the way I expressed myself. And I think um, as an elementary school student, uh, having nothing to do with Roundhouse yet, just being in the Roundhouse, um, I think I knew that I was kind of. It helped me learn to create theater. Um, You know, if it was a history class, my friends and I would write a play and, and act it out and probably no one could hear it or understand it, but that's how I, I learned my facts. Um, (laughs) So yeah. And then I, and then I, um, you know, went on to uh, study, I did tons of plays in, in, you know, middle school and high school. And then I went on to study. Um, Now what, so, so you've, lived or you know you're still living obviously but such a full life of theater um was there ever a a transition time for when you were acting more than you were directing producing 
And when did that happen where you decided you would wanted to focus more on the behind the scenes work? Well, that's a great question. So I, I was sort of a director producer by nature and spirit. So I, I guess that's more of saying I was probably a bossy kid um, and took some heat for that. Um, but really, I focused on acting completely, um, starting, um, you know, in about seventh grade, I want to say, and, uh, and really didn't do much backstage besides things that um, I was learning when I got to college. Um, I might have stage managed a couple times in high school, and I thought that was extremely important and got a huge, huge appreciation for stage managers in that mix. But um, acting was my focus. And um, I did a lot of musicals growing up, and then I sort of veered more toward, um, you know, non-musicals as I in college and um, as I was getting out of, of school and, and in working in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you still uh, do any acting of any kind? Well, I, uh, I mainly voice act these days. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but even if even you know pre COVID, um, I I know we'll get to this, and I, my ratio changed a lot, um, mm. in terms of what I I not only had time to do, but what I was gonna do with my time, sure. and what I kind of prioritized, and so I. Um, ironically have had more auditions and activity during this pandemic than I had for a couple of years leading up to it. I got to do an independent film and, and stuff like that, but mainly voice work these days. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that. I I love doing voice work. I find it a little more challenging, you know, because it's just, you're sometimes you're alone and you don't have, you know, much to go off of and you're just have to use that great uh, imagination of yours and, you know, dive into that world. Um, so, uh, before I ask you about teaching, I want to, you know, with it being teacher appreciation, appreciation month, there it is. Um, (laughs) I want to share something that, uh, you said to me once in class, I had you for acting too. And it was Mm -hmm. when I was in your class, that was something, uh, I was told, uh, I had to take very last minute. I believe it was like a week before, uh, cause it was within my minor that I just picked up. Okay. And so, uh, you know, since I was in the theater ed concentration, it was kind of away from a lot of the other classes after the fundamentals. And um, so, when I was in your class, uh, it was my senior year, my first semester of senior year, which was different um, considering a lot of the other students were younger. Uh, There was a few that were older, but, you know, relatively younger than I was. But uh, you gave me some of the best advice when it comes to acting. Uh, at the time, I was struggling a lot, you know, trying to refocus on acting as I had been directing a lot the past, you know, year up to that. Um, and I remember you telling me to stop viewing the character uh, through the eyes of a director and go back to viewing it as an actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I kid you not, that has changed the way I, I look at acting, look at directing, look at whatever project I have in front of me, because I know thanks, thanks to your class and your uh, wise words that, you know, remember you're not directing this piece, you're in this piece. So let's view it different. And I think, you know, even thinking back to before that, I was definitely viewing it, you know, when I was asked to do plays was through a director's eye. So I was, you know, over, uh, you know, not thinking in the actor's shoes or, you know, I was over here in the director's chair thinking, oh, this is this, this technique and that and this, but doesn't necessarily translate to what the audience is seeing. Um, it's all, you know, different. 
but uh, so I want to say thank you for that advice. That has gotten me through so much when it comes to acting and uh, how I pick. Uh, you know, now when I get asked to do a reading of something, uh, I'll always think, okay, now what would Mary want me to think when I'm looking at this role? Um, which uh, you know, I I loved the uh, the, the great. Uh, assignment you gave us, you know, it was so detailed and, you know, I loved doing those. Um, and I teach middle school theater now yeah. and I, I showed one, you know, just an assignment just offhand to the students and said, you know, this is something you can think about when you're performing your monologues. And uh, they were all like, that's so much. That's, you know, all this. I was like, no, no, it's not really much at all. Um, in fact, this is, you know, very small compared to what could be of this uh, assignment. But so, so thanks to you and everything, I can now view acting through completely different eyes. I really uh, appreciate hearing that because I know when you came to my class, you had so much experience on both sides of the stage. Mm-hmm. And it's hard sometimes when you've been wearing one hat uh, to take it off and, and just kind of allow yourself to be in the center of a moment. Sure. Your things, and so I really appreciated how you adapted to that. And um, I got a little worried when the first thing out of my mouth was was stop, <laughs> which sounds exactly like me. But um, but I <laughs> really appreciate that, and I hope um, I, I know that uh, my class is a little bit like boot camp. But I, I do I'm I'm grateful that you're still using that, and that and that you appreciated that and have those memories. Oh, absolutely! I loved that class. Uh, Wish I, you know, could have been around, you know, more when, if you taught other classes, I would have been like, okay, I'll be there. Sure. (laughs) Um, And I think another thing that really, you know, when you've been acting for or teaching for a while, like I've been going back to acting is something that I find more challenging now because I'm not thinking of it. You know, it's not even a director's view. It's a teacher's view. So what can I, uh, what can I learn from doing this? But also how can I teach while doing this? And that's something, you know, I, I need to. Uh, put the brakes on a little bit when I'm just acting, just hired as an actor. Yeah. Uh, so that's constantly in my mind. Well, the thing is, I guess they all go hand in hand. So, um, so the good thing is, is that you're you're better at all of them for for having done all of them and for doing all of them. But I think you know the ability to sort of enjoy not being responsible for all of it and just just doing is yeah i just get to go on stage and then in a few hours i can go home i don't have to worry about all the craziness that's actually going on i just get my notes and go okay noted thank you i'll put that in tomorrow i'll see you all tomorrow and i'm going home at 10 o'clock um compared to everyone else uh so you uh you're a phenomenal teacher thank you um uh and i think your your spirit uh, your, your your vibes, if you will, as the as the youngins say, um, is so so welcoming and so uh, honestly, it's full of love and and everything, and it it's so clear the moment you walk into a room with you uh, that you know you can uh, just everything's going to be okay, and you're there to guide us as students, uh, and that just you know I always looked forward to going to your class. Uh, it was, it was, uh, I remember the class. It was an interesting class, interesting yeah. semester, a lot of, um, I don't want to call it in-class drama, but I'll call it in-class drama. Yeah. Uh, so it made it tense at points, but, um, I, I, you know, really, really appreciated all of everything I took from that class. But, uh, in those situations that came about, I, I applaud, you know, how going about those. Cause I would not, you know, even, 
as a young teacher still being like, oh, I don't know what to do in that. Uh, <laughs> I haven't read a book on that one yet. Um, so, but, but loved that class, as I said. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I want to go to uh, your, what led you into teaching. Uh, so you were an actor for a while, director, producer. Yeah. What made you think, oh, I'm going to teach this too? Well, I was primarily acting, kind of only acting at this point. Um, this was a few years out of school. Um, and I was taking classes in the Studio Theater Acting Conservatory in D.C., which is an amazing program. And um, I was getting towards the end of the program. And one of the one of the most advanced classes you can take is Greek tragedy. Um, and Joy Zinnemann was a master teacher, and we were doing messenger speeches. And mine was going well. And my classmates started asking me, could I please help them with theirs? And I ended <laughs> up just sort of inadvertently coaching like 10 messenger speeches. Um, and I remember having a conversation with Joy somewhat after that. And, and I think it was something like, and I don't want to miss, I'm certainly not quoting, believe me when I say, but it was something like, <laughs> you know, if, you can, if you can direct or teach a messenger speech, if you can structure a messenger speech, you can do anything. Um, and I think that was when she sort of saw the potential in me to start to teach. And at that time, the studio was creating their young people's program. And I had the huge privilege of being on the ground floor of that and working with a wonderful person named Marsha Churchill. And together we created that program with some other amazing artists. And, um, and that was, those were the beginnings of, of my uh, experiences teaching. Um, from there, that led to some freelance work with the Kennedy Center and their um, Theater for Young Audiences Ooh. program. And also another wonderful experience and learned so much from, from the staff and the, um, you know, the heads of that program and my co-teachers. Um, and then I, we moved to Fairfax. Um, Kevin and I moved to Fairfax. And I realized that there was nothing like what was in D.C. out here. And I didn't want to, I couldn't steal it. I couldn't replicate it. I couldn't duplicate it. I wouldn't want to. But I was able to, at that point, I had enough experience to create my own curriculum, um, and then started acting for young people, uh, which has had, you know, it was just a, um, it was one of those things where I thought, what, you know, I'm, I'm an actor. What can I, what can I do? I, I, I love this teaching thing. What can I do? And I'm going to start my own business. And, um, and then it just from there kind of grew and, uh, it's just been a huge life-changing experience. So, um, and then from there, um, so I was teaching, I was, I was <laughs> for myself, if you will. And, um, one of the teachers who was it, George Mason, um, it was called new century college at the time. And I think it's gone on to become like the bachelor of, of independent studies, but I could be also wrong about that. But at the time I can definitely tell you it was new century college. And, um, I was sort of being auditioned without realizing it to co-teach a class that was English and theater um, by an amazing uh, teacher, Dr. Leslie Smith, and um, actually Dr. Christian, Kristen Johnson-Ashati, who's at Mason still, was the person who recommended me to Leslie. Um, oh, nice. and, Yeah, it was really nice. And so I got my first Mason teaching job, teaching half acting, half English. And then from there, I was able to start teaching in the School of Theater uh, and started teaching acting mm -hmm. 
And um, then, and then uh, you led a very uh, you did you create the theater ed uh, concentration? Um, I was I was an early pioneer, let's say. Um, okay. So I, I went through, um, acting one, acting two um, for years, and then um, I was given the opportunity to, to actually direct, to really direct a play. Um, and that was those experiences were amazing at Mason. I loved those. Um, there had been some motion towards starting a theater ed program for for a while, and because and I know you know this firsthand, there's not. A direct path for that, you know. There's a. It was a, a real partnership with the College of, of Education and Human Development. Um, we had to really create a, a program that was a, a in partnership with those two units. Um, oh, so sorry, so sorry, friend. That's a, my Mason email. P.S. So you know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so um, Ken Elston was the director at that time, and he just uh, at that time I was sort of um, getting. Acting for Young People and Mason Community Arts Academy were becoming very, very closely entwined. And uh, the opportunity for me to become a full-time employee of Mason happened. Um, and part of that was starting this theater ed program or really getting it off the ground. And so um, it was a lot of touch and go. And I wouldn't trade those early years in for anything. Some of the most incredible students I've ever worked with in, in that theater ed program um, and we were all kind of learning as we were going in terms of the logistics of things. Um, mm-hmm. Bless the people who had the first internships because we were just holding hands and running through the field trying to get them to the other side. And I know you know what that's like, but of course now it's in Mimsy's hands and she's got it amazingly well. Um, but yeah. It, uh, another it was, wonderful, wonderful teacher. Uh, one of the very, very best. Mimsy Janice, if you're listening, we love you. Um, but so yes. <laughs> So that's how the theater ed program kind of came to be. And uh, I did, I proudly developed it and, and got it off the ground um, for several years. And then um, it, it became time for someone who really had that, the kind of background and the kind of um, experience that Mimsy had to take mm-hmm. that on so that I could refocus on on performance and community arts. Sure. Yeah. And that happened uh, I remember uh, you were still teaching the, the theater ed classes when I was beginning, mm-hmm. uh, but by the time I had started at Mason, uh, it was Mimsy's first uh, round of being the head of the theater ed. Uh, but I have a lot of friends that have that were theater ed concentrations that worked with you. Um, uh, so so, but yeah, I, I loved loved that those classes. It was so nice, you know, getting to view uh, the theater arts on so many different uh, levels, not only as acting, but tech and anything and everything in between. Um, and Virginia does not have very many theater education, uh, you know, where you can concentrate in that. Um, right. I believe there's only two mm-hmm. that I know of. It's Mason and Madison. Uh, I, th- I think so. Yeah, and I th- a few others offer maybe a master's program, but there is no bachelor's in theater education, which is crazy to me. And I hope it you know because like there's music education, which is a very important part of uh, the world, and I hope theater ed eventually makes it to that level of where it's constant, uh, you know, offered everywhere. Uh, like music I agree. Edit. I I also you know one of the things that's weird about Virginia is that um. 
you all earn your uh, pre-K through 12 license, but there really are not PK through grade six jobs. There are very few yeah. positions in the state. Um, and I love, I, I hope that will change. And I think there's certainly um, movement for it to change. I hope it will, but yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so it's kind of weird. So you're really studying PK through 12, but you're really looking for a job from grade seven to 12. You know, that's where those right. Uh, which is, um, I know that Virginia has been pushing for an elementary theater program, mm-hmm. but it's still in the very early process. It's still new. They don't know how to, you know, put it that in, which is fine. But I hope uh, eventually it becomes a thing because, I, you know, as you said, we are trained uh, in teaching from preschool all the way up to 12th grade. But mm-hmm. in the state of Virginia, we can only teach uh, at the secondary level. Right. And um, and really cool. They They did create um, standards of learning for elementary ages. Tara Taylor, who's the uh, theater arts specialist in Fairfax County. I'm sure you've crossed paths before. She's wonderful. Um, And Mm -hmm. we were talking recently and and, um, one of the real points of pride are those, those, those standards, which hopefully will be put to good use soon. I hope so. I hope so. Um, So you also, you talked a little bit about it, acting for young people. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, one of the most, uh, I dare I say, I, I, I rather see a red acting for young people polo than I would a target polo. <laughs> um, and I, that's, that's, you know, that's a pretty strong statement. I love target. Um, uh, but I, I, I always enjoyed seeing the AFYP, uh, polos. I happen to have a red polo on today too. For I the noticed occasion. that. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I had to. Um, <laughs> um, I never got to work with AFYP because I was contracted with another uh, theater company. Yes. Uh, which which we we had talked about a few times. You know, me trying to join AFYP, but due to all the the contracts, I was unable to do so, which is okay. Um, but uh, know that I. I I really wanted to, but I knew you know that would be breaking the other contract and your agreement. Um, but I respect the 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 fact that you bring theater into so many children's lives who just you know for the very first time, uh, and I think that's incredible. It's incredibly moving, um, and uh, such an inspiration. And hundreds of children are being inspired by you every year. Thank so uh, thank you for that. I know it's incredibly important to them and that's where they can, you know, some kids, that's where they find who they are, who they want to be. Yeah. Uh, and that's all thanks to, to, to you and AFYP. Oh, thank um, you. Thank <laughs> you. And, and I must go on record as saying, I'm really sorry that we have not been able to work together, but I, yeah. I appreciate and, uh, and I know that your other organizations do too, your loyalty and your understanding of, of all that. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, maybe one day. There's always the future. You know, there's, there's always the future. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's that's how I look at it. And now, you know, you've had such an incredible, uh, uh, you know, working with the education world, theater education for a long time. Would you ever write a book? <laughs> I would love to write a book. It's funny. I sort of have a joke with several friends along the way that I would have the titles of my books. One of them is unresolved ums because I say, um, a lot. <laughs> um lot if you're listening, that's for you. Uh, um, see, see I, m- my joke is that I couldn't get the copyright and I noticed it's on your shirt, but um, just do it would be a title of a book. Yep, I'd like, yep. to about. but um, it's very flattering of you to ask. I don't know that I have anything new to say. 
but if I ever do, I will put it in a book and you will get the first copy. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I can't wait to read it. Um, if anything, you can also, you know, I know a lot of teacher friends that have joked about writing uh, the unfortunate horror stories that come alongside teaching. Um <laughs> Or just the, you know, those awkward moments that you're just never ready for, no matter how long you've been teaching that just happen. And you're just like, okay, there's this. <laughs> um, so what, uh, what do you love about teaching? Oh, um, so many things. Uh, I'm going to sound like a great big old cheese ball. Cause um, really, truly uh, it's, it's seeing when a student has a breakthrough of, of any size. Um, and, and oddly, I can still see, like, I can still see your scenes uh, from uh, Of Mice and Men and um, Barefoot in the Park, right? And how many years ago did you take my class? So I have this weird Rain Man thing. a little bit. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Um, so I can see, like, people's scenes that they were doing and the little moments they had, they were usually overall great. But these little moments when you see someone get a spark, get something behind their eye, and you know they're making a connection that they might not have made before. And that is one of the coolest things to see. And um, I just finished a semester, and um, it was online. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that. But the when you see in the college setting, when you see uh, a student go from that point A and, and to and then they slog through all the work, you know, the boot camp work that I gave them. And then they're just soaring at the end of the semester. And um, that growth is incredible to see. And and I get to see it in, in my younger actors, too. Um, not always at, on the same scale because we're not doing the same kind of material or the same kind of time. But, but you know what I mean. It's when you see someone get it and, mm-hmm. and run with it. And, and you as a teacher, I'm sure, get that, too, that... That's just the coolest thing. And then the other thing is, is when you see potential in a student to teach, that's a really cool thing. That's in that, in that way of passing it for playing it forward, paying it forward. Um, Of course. Yeah. Um, And that, you know, that I, I've experienced that a few times where I've had kids tell me, Oh, I want to be a theater teacher too one day. Um, And you know, that's, you know, I feel like you hear more of, Oh, I want to teach history. I want to be a PE teacher. Um, but hearing, oh, I want to teach theater. That's, you know, that's very like, wow, that's amazing. I'm so happy that you said that. Um, but yeah, I, your class was, I think it was a little bit ago. We talked about it. Um, but, uh, with, you know, honestly, another thing I'll say right after I took your class, I worked on, um, a really, really dark, uh, drama at Mason. It was my, I, I did a few dramas, but that was, you know, the most challenging one. And I really, I used um, the, what you call the boot camp exercises <laughs> while working on that character, uh, because without it, I don't think there would have been a way to go about those roles, um, considering it was based off of a, a, a true event and loosely based off of a group of people, um, which, you know, even the individual I met, Tasso, uh, his story was very similar to the character mm-hmm. I played. So, uh, but... I, I printed out all of those sheets again uh, at the, during the first read and I had them and I was marking them um, just, just to go goes to show that uh, those, those are very effective Thank um, you. and, and I will use them forever and ever. Uh, and I've adapted them to my classes uh, 
It's, you know, I'm not going to steal your work, but it's, you know, some of it is similar. Uh, I, I think that's great. I think that's what we're meant to do. Actually. <laughs> um, it, it's true. You know, we, we always learn about, uh, it's not plagiarism. That's not how I look at it. Uh, you know, but in school you're taught don't take, uh, but you know, as a teacher, you're kind of like, Ooh, I'm going to take that. That's really good. I'll take that. Uh, which I think is really ironic. Um, now <laughs> this has been an, uh, such an interesting, unique, weird year in the world of education. Uh, as a first year teacher, I'm terrified uh, mm. of working online. It was not something I, uh, you know, cause my generation was very, um, we were growing. We weren't growing up with the technology. Mm-hmm. It was kind of there, but it wasn't what it is now. Right. Like you know, I, I I was a kid, and smartphones weren't out yet. I was a, a young teenager when those came out, so it, it was weird, you know. And still seeing the world adapt and how the world of education has to change with that. Like I mean, I remember being in school with the uh, projectors and you know right. those, those nice papers <laughs> and. Uh, having to sit there and wait uh, while the teacher actually wrote on those little sheets. Um, <laughs> now where if you have those people are like, what is that antique? Right. Uh, but you know, uh, and you know, whiteboards and stuff like that. Now they're all smart boards and uh, all technology based. And personally, my, uh, as a teacher, I, I learned using, you know, hands-on stuff. So I have to do it hands-on. Right. Uh, so, you know, having to adapt to a completely online world and even a hybrid world is such a challenge. And I want to, uh, you teach acting too, acting one and acting two? Right now I'm just acting two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, acting for what I'm doing with my kids is very different than what you're doing with your students. Mm-hmm. What is it like teaching that style of acting online? Well, it's been interesting. And, and really rewarding, I have to say. But before I say this, I want to say that you're – are we allowed to say the play titles? We can say that because I've already said it. Of course, yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, your work in The Women of Lockerbie was just stunning. Um, you and Dima and that entire cast, was it was just stunning. And um, and I'm grateful that you were Thank able you so to much. lean on what you learned from class for that. Uh, whatever you did, it was magical. Mm-hmm. And then also in Twelfth Night, when you <laughs> In that um, burlap sack and rolling all over the stage, I will never forget that. So just just know you have some indelible. Uh, yeah, that that. Thank you, thank you. I think that was some of my best work. Uh, David Gaines was very happy with my my bag rolling. Is what he would say to me in the halls all the time. <laughs> Great. Um, so uh, made David Gaines happy, so I'm happy. Uh, That's right. You know, I did a little bit of physical comedy uh, yeah. thanks to him. Well. Um, <laughs> So for, for both of us, because it was this, you know, your spring semester too, we went from having um, spring break to having extra spring break to, to, to I'm not going to use the word, the P word, the pivot word, um, to transforming everything to online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the benefit in the spring semester of having met two classes, very full classes of wonderful young actors, mostly freshmen. Um such incredible groups. And we were really finding our way together for the rest of the semester. Um, I kind of reformatted some things, uh, tried really hard to build in more of a, of a personal check-in um, to make sure that people were doing okay. Because at that point it, it was so tenuous and we really didn't know what was going on and if we were going to get back and students weren't able to finish their assignment because their textbook was in their dorm room that they couldn't get back into because it was sealed off. And, you know, it was just one of those, one yeah. of those things. But, um, 
what I was really happy about, and 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 this is going to be a little bit of a long-winded answer, I'm sorry to say, but um, what I was really happy about in that first semester was that they were able to make the connections, not, of course, quite like they would have made in an in-person class, but they were they were sort of surprised at themselves that they made the connections through their work that they did make. Um, and then starting with this last school year, I was able to start fresh. And so we were all meeting each other online um, in the fall and in the spring, as opposed to, you know, kind of, I might've known them a little bit, but this was like fresh out of the gate online. Um, and so <laughs> I, got, I was a little bit more confident in keeping my traditional curriculum and um, still keeping some of the, the check-in stuff and more breathing, more relaxation, more things to try to keep people centered and grounded. But um, I think, I, I hope that my students have all found over the last year that um, they, are, they are able to make connections with their scene partners um, and, and sort of use their imaginations and, and get resourceful. Um, one of the things that I keep harping on recently is I'm a little concerned um, going into, you know, returning to the classroom, at least in a class like mine, which is a very intensive scene study class, when you're going to have to start learning lines again, because it's not going to be on our screen. And we're going to have to start doing blocking again, for real. Um, and so this past semester, I tried really hard to encourage the students to get up and move, um, if they could, I mean, if they weren't tethered, you know, to headphones or whatever. Sure. Um, because I think that's going to be one of the hardest things about coming back is, yeah. is just the, the physical confidence to get up and move and have motivated blocking and stuff like that. Um, so I haven't done a hybrid thing yet. Um, it's been only online, but I, um, I've, I feel rewarded by the students I've gotten to work with. I hope they feel rewarded and uh, it's going to be quite an adventure going back in the fall. Yeah, I, I, my hats off to you. I know uh, teaching secondary education is challenging, but uh, teaching uh, at the college level during this um, time uh, could just hats off. I couldn't imagine. Um, and uh, you know, that's eventually. I, I do want to be a professor, but I think I'll wait long past uh, this time. I'll wait until we can transition into another form of learning. Um, preferably in person. Uh, but also, you know, I, I like wearing a mask. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thrive, you know, I'm a huge introvert. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's quite the key, you know, walking into the grocery store. If I have a hat on or something, I'm right in, um, which, you know, but, but, uh, I teach hybrid. So I have my kids in person, they're wearing their masks okay. and they're often complaining, like, uh, how, how am I supposed to talk uh, and that, a side note, watching Runaways, seeing people sing, dance, and all of that in a mask. I know. There is no excuse anymore uh, why you can't wear a mask. I was amazed. I, uh, I was like, wow, that's uh, – I would be sweating and panting and everything. But um, anyway, I often remind my students about how theater started with a mask. Right. Not necessarily a cloth mask, but they were leather. <laughs> so, you know, kind of the same um, and a little bit more breathing room, but not much, um, depending on the structure of the mask. Uh, yeah. But and, and I think that's something that will make a huge comeback as well will be the masked theater uh, world. Yeah. Uh, that you know, I always I've been saying radio drama and masked theater are going to make a huge comeback post this time in our history. 
Um, and I look forward to it. Yeah, that's so uh, I, I know that's something I want to do. I have a few plays in mind that even, you know, contemporary plays that I think you could do in a mask. Um, mm-hmm. One of them is the play Harvey. I think that oh, would be wow. a really unique show to put masks on individuals. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, haven't thought of the logistics of that one. But, you know, that's just one that I have in mind that I think it would be – it's a comedy. So I think it could work, but it could also bomb immediately. No, uh, I, I say go for it. But you know what's interesting is that usually the mask work that has been done, you know, and, and done and taught from the master music or movement teachers is like the half mask that's that's just from the nose up as opposed to from yeah. the nose down. So this is a whole new way of, of doing masked work. Right. Um, and it's going to really help, hopefully help us teach projection. But um, how do you find the hybrid? I mean, how, how are you feeling about your teaching in this last year? Oh, wow. Well, um, it's, it's stressful. It's, you know, the, um, getting students to participate is a little harder, you know, Mm -hmm. with it being hybrid. Um, you know, I can't ask or I can't have, I'm I'm not allowed to say, turn on your cameras. Um, that's a very like, if you would like to, uh, and you know, so, and I know it's hard on them, you know, they're, they don't want to be growing up during this time, but it's unfortunately what's going on. Um, there are good good days and bad days with hybrid. You know, technology is as as we found out before we started <laughs> recording is not always on our side, um, and it's it's just you know it's one day at a time is how I've looked at it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I'm very lucky to have uh, the job I have, um, but it being hybrid, uh, I started out fully remote, so mm-hmm. they were completely online, which was. Uh, I found that semester a little easier than hybrid because the kids are slowly starting to come back. I have about uh, half of the kids back in person now. And it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's really nice seeing faces and not staring into the, the darkness of a box with names on it and occasionally a nice picture. Um, so it's very nice to see faces. Uh, but honestly, it's just, you know, it's, it's so different, but I think as a first year teacher, this is, this has taught me a lot more than I think I would have learned in my first year, non uh, hybrid or anything. Right. Um, so I think I have the advantage of coming out of this with a completely new view on how uh, teaching theater can work on all levels, in person, hybrid, remotely, all of that. I love that. And also, congratulations on getting a job your first year out of school. Like, Thank that's you. huge. Yeah, it was a, a very last minute. It was the. Um, beginning of uh the spring semester i got a call and uh they offered it and i was like uh sure i just graduated but okay i'm not expecting this i was you know uh, i work alongside our uh former student and dear friend of mine tyler shores he teaches at one of the high schools uh and i'm his assistant director and technical director at the school um, so i went from working with him and the high schoolers to going down to middle school but he's been a great help. And since we're both first years, it's been a great, easy, like, you know, I need to, to vent. Do you need to vent today? Let's just talk <laughs> it through. Um, and he's he's a wonderful, wonderful guy and phenomenal teacher. Yes. Uh, and just, you know, brings a lot of fun energy to the room. Uh, so it's it's been nice because we're in the same county to go through the stress of being a first year teacher and all the uh, trials we're put through. Yeah, to have each other. That's wonderful. I can't yeah. think of two greater guys to be uh, in the same county in the same it, system. It's, it's awesome. very nice. We're the only two from uh, 
uh, from that area for, for theater wise, everyone else is, you know, from Fredericksburg or anything like that. So, you know, and we're also the youngest. So that's, that's also uh, very, very nice, very rewarding <laughs> uh, just to, you know, view theater and the world of teaching through a younger set of eyes, yeah. uh, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's really nice working with him. Uh, we're working on the play clue right now. Yeah, uh, okay. So, so it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's, um, directing productions online is very different. Um, yeah. it's, I know with the audience alone, it's a little hard to get them to watch the full show. Uh, personally, yeah. I can't watch a full show in one sitting, even though I can watch like binge watch TV, but for some reason, zoom theater is different for me. And I just, it doesn't sit the same, uh, which is sad, but it's the truth. Um, when the whole thing started in March last year, um, we were acting for young people. We were working in our in our showcase production, our Saturday production, and um, we were able to move really quickly online, which was great. But um, Ahmad Maddie, who's a, a very dear friend of mine and also teaches at Mason and is an amazing choreographer, um, we were we made little cutouts of the characters and we were doing blocking and choreography together on Zoom and then going and teaching it to the students on zoom and then of course uh couldn't perform it because of royalties and things like that but you know how it goes um but yeah it, it it's yeah. very very different and watching and doing it's 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 interesting i think it's it's not gonna go away um but it, it was really exciting like you said to see that live action <laughs> this past weekend at Mason. I, I can't wait till i can see more yeah yeah and i i loved um the show was wonderful it was incredibly moving Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, you know, again, I think the whole emotion of the show itself and also being back, seeing yeah. a live production had a whole new feeling of the, those, those butterflies you get when you're in the audience waiting for the show to begin. Yep. Um, granted this, you know, the lights didn't get to dim, but, uh, but, you know, I did see the eight o'clock show. So it was starting to get a little dark. Uh, at the time of the show, but uh, you know, I'm very grateful I got to see it, and I can't wait to see more live theater. I I know it's going to take a little bit more time, yeah. but I have uh, faith that it's it's slowly uh, beginning again. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, and as a teacher, I, I you know I have to we're, we're contracted to do a show, mm-hmm. uh, so I I hope to be able to do an in person show uh, this coming year. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So uh, before we wind down the interview, I want to talk about. uh, um, Oh, there they go again. Um, (laughs) They heard me move my chair. They think someone's here. Uh, So you you've been at Mason for quite a while. Have you taught Mm -hmm. anywhere else besides Mason? And um, so not since I started at Mason. Besides that, and and, um, AFYP, I've just been focused on those two things. So before Mason I did, but, um, but no, and, and there've been a few opportunities that have come along, but I haven't had the availability. Sure. So, uh, yeah. ha- now your, your wonderful husband, that is Kevin Murray, one of my yes. favorite of, of people, someone I'm also going to attempt to get on this podcast. I know he's a very, very busy man. Uh, I'm sure but, he would be honored. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think I can, uh, you know, get, pull some strings now uh, to, to get him on the show. I'll put in a good word for you. Okay. Um, thank you so much. That means so much to me. Uh, and I, I, I heard that he is he's retiring this year. So congratulations to him. Uh, that's that's wonderful. I'm happy for him, and I hope that means I get to see him on the small and big screen more often. 
Fingers uh, crossed. <laughs> have you ever taught a class together? We have done some coaching together and uh, we've worked together a few different times in, in, in a few different ways, but we've never taught a formal class together. Okay. Oh yeah. What um, about, uh, have you, have you performed together? Was that, has that, cause I know you're both performers. So is that something that's happened a few times? We have, um, we have a couple of times. The, one of the most meaningful uh, experiences being a production theater of the First Amendment was a, a professional company in residence at Mason for many years. And um, he and I did a production of Three Hotels um, that was directed by Rick Davis, uh, one of my all-time favorite directors and human beings. And um, what was funny about it is we were in this play together, but it's uh, about a very... Uh, stressed relationship between a man and a wife. And so the male actor has the first act and the third act and the female actor has the second act, but they're never on stage together except the curtain. Oh. So we did this play together, but we were never on stage together. That's um, interesting. Yeah. But uh, it was a really, it, it was one of another transformative, you know, experience um, that I had in, in the time, you know, in my acting days. Um, but we've done a couple of other things together and um, certainly, it's always fun to get to work together. It's just, it's just extra special. I, I mean, I, I vote for a production of like love letters or, or something <laughs> uh, in the future that I, I would love, you know, I can, I can call Rick. He lives just down the street from me. Do it. Uh, so, uh, or I can just, you know, I see him at the grocery store very often. Uh, but Hey, I have a project for you. You don't, uh, you have to say yes. I need you to say yes, because it will make me incredibly happy. You're a young uh, director. You have, you need the experience on your resume. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please, you, you, you know, nothing more would make the audience happy than having you back in the saddle. Uh, and I know uh, that he's directing a show right now uh, mm-hmm. with quite the all-star cast. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin is in the performance, right? He's in the he show. Is. He is. It's going to be really cool to see. I'm, yeah. I'm exci- yeah. I'm excited to see all those familiar faces. Uh, some of Mason's uh, wonderful students and then DC mm-hmm. theaters, mega stars, yes. as I like to call them, which is very true. Uh, so we're, we're winding down on this happy hour, but I, I want to say it's been a very happy hour. It was so nice seeing you, um, you and, you know, uh, appreciating the world of education. Uh, I absolutely loved every minute of your class. Um, again, it was a very unique uh, situation we all went through in that class. Um, there were days where I was like, Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, so again, I never that. <laughs> no, no. And that was, you know, part of the, I was like, Oh, what's going to happen today? Um, and you know, then there were days where it just all went well. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and I, I can't think, think of a, of a better, uh, person to start this series of teacher appreciation with, um, like I've said, you, you've helped and inspired so many theater educators and you will continue to do so. Uh, and all of my, you know, I know a lot of people that live in Fairfax, a lot of my family's out there and I push AFYP, uh, all the time there, there, uh, there was like, would I want to go do this? And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Forget, forget basketball this year. Go join AFYP. Go be in a class. <laughs> You'll love it. You'll love it. Uh, and that's, you know, that's my goal is to get my, uh, my relatives that have small children to get involved in that, you know, uh, and I will push until one of them finally says, okay, I signed up for it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I won't stop until it happens. I'm very determined. 
so uh, at the end of each podcast, I always mm-hmm. ask an RQR, which is a random question round. Uh, okay. Sometimes I ask more than one question, but today I think I'll stick with just one. Okay. Um, if you could teach any subject besides theater, it cannot be theater or the performing arts. Okay. What would you teach and why? Mm, I can tell you it would not be math. It would not be PE. Um, I guess English. Okay. Probably not for my grammar skills, but um, maybe <laughs> storytelling. So you know, I'm kind of cheating a little bit. Um, it is a little bit of cheating because there's a lot of – you can read plays and get away with it in, in English. But uh, Well, hmm. I don't know. I maybe maybe some you know class in, in how to shop. I don't know. <laughs> it's like something <laughs> not curricular at all. You know. Sure. Yeah. No. I I love that. Um, I'll take the class. You sign. Okay. You you teach it. I'll be there. Um, thank you. I just want another opportunity to be one of your students. Um, thank you. If 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 I could, I would go back. But you know, now I'm a little busy. Can't really go back to schools quite yet. Uh, <laughs> running my own classes now. <laughs> But, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I, I do want to be a professor. And if, uh, if you're still around in a few more years at George Mason, I'll give you a call and we'll see All what right. you can do. That sounds um, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, I, I hope one day to get uh, to work together on some form, uh, be it teaching, being it, you know, I'd love to have you as a, in a, as a master class in one of my classes. Uh, but we'll see all down the road uh, how we can yeah. make that happen. Something happen. Something will happen. I'm determined. As I said, I'm a very determined person. Yes, you um, are. <laughs> the best so I possible say, way. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your 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 your, your day. Um, congratulations on the end of another semester. I know it's not quite over yet. Uh, it's the final season, yes. but I know you you finished uh, classes. So congratulations on another successful year. I know those kids are going to be glowing about acting too forever and ever, just like I am. Uh, so thank you so much. It's been such a, an honor and I, I cheers, uh, to you, uh, for, for coming and being a part of the someone happy hour. Thank you for having me. This has been delightful. And, um, and thank you for appreciating teachers this month. I really appreciate yes, it. Yes. Thank you to all the teachers. All right, everyone. That's the, today, uh, this week's episode. So then that's it. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. Put on your Crocs and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour.